I was scared. I was scared. I was scared too. You're listening to. I was scared too. Michael Myers. Freddy Krueger. Chucky. The Leprechaun. Take it away, Mr. Movies. Give him hell, Kid Cinema. A woo. A woo. A woo. Oh. A woo. Oh. Oh. My gosh. A woo. A woo. Folks, welcome to the party. Hey, this is where it's happening. Yeah. This is the most swinging podcast in the game. We do really have a 60s London energy here on I Was Scared to a Horror Movie Podcast. That's right. I'm, <laughs> yeah, this is a podcast about horror movies and we're yeah. swingers, baby. <laughs> we're, we're just really, um, we're very like mod over yeah. here. <laughs> well, you're a mod over there. Right, I'm right. a punk. And we're, ah. it's a mod, the mod it's versus p- punk energy. It's why the friendship doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> it's why, and one of us is going to have to drive their moped off a cliff. Me, because I'm the mod? Mm-hmm. Mods so. drive mopeds? That's why they're called mods or something? Yeah. They're, they're Quadrophenia, modern? folks. If you've seen it, tweet at us to explain it. <laughs> That's right. I did recently listen to the whole album, Driving sure. Around, and, and it's a fantastic. Uh, no, no argument for yeah. me. Just, uh, the movie? Uh, albums and movies aren't the same thing. That's, That's all. That's right. <laughs> uh, we saw that movie in Brooklyn During Hurricane together. Sandy. <laughs> yeah. Which... Uh, what a memory oh yeah i was talking about that on a first date recently she was also in new york for hurricane sandy and nice um yeah there was it was a really cool week to live in brooklyn (laughs) absolutely every place had power no one had to work a lot of brunch activities going on yeah and um other parts of the northeast yeah i lost internet but had electricity same yeah yeah I was in there for about a week, which isn't frustrating, but, yeah. you know, much nicer than losing valuable house and stuff. Yep, yep. But yeah, not but everybody was so lucky yes. there at Sandy. Remember when WrestleMania the following year started with just, like, a video package about Hurricane Sandy? <laughs> yes. Oh, like five months later? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Chris Christie. I think I might have said this on the podcast recently, or a podcast recently, but, like... The first shot of WrestleMania 29 <laughs> is like Chris Christie's face, like sullen and just like. And our friend Omar in the crowd. We spotted him from. We, spotted we were up him. in the nosebleeds and went, oh shit, it's Omar! <laughs> yeah. And I believe we watched it later. It's like, yep, he's in an that, opening crowd shot. Yep, that was Omar. Shout out we, to Omar. Show, shout out to Omar. Who I think has mm-hmm. a little bit of paging Mr. Morrow energy or Mr. Morrow. Has a, some Omar energy. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Shout out to my favorite YouTuber, Paging Mr. Morrow. Cool. Um, and why is it a swinging 60s mod versus punk energy here on the pod? It's because today we're covering 2021's Last Night in Soho, directed by Edgar Wright. Yes. Yes, we are. Groovy man. Groovy man. He he is a groovy man. He's a groovy man. the fact that man. we're covering his movie is groovy man. <laughs> yeah. Um, we love Edgar Wright, right? Is that yes. fair to say? Let's, uh, we're Edgar we... Right, we're 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 right wingers. We're right wingers. Shall we set the table on that a bit? Sure, I but first, so. it's uh, I, I, that tire, certain time of day. It's Miller time. It's Miller time. There we go. Woo! Crack open a cold one. 
Sometimes you just gotta. Yeah. All right, yeah, let's get into some context. Unless you wanted to crack open something. Well, I don't have anything to crack open. I just want to give a shout out to the $1 any size coffee at McDonald's. It's it's a game changer financially. And the Mm -hmm. coffee, it's good. Um... Um, yeah, yeah, just shout out to McDonald's. Shout out to McDonald's. It did <laughs> remind me, you know, I originally discovered this deal in the month of October, and wow. it ended like October 2nd, and I was really bummed for a day. And then uh-huh. the next day, the deal came back. It said it expires November 3rd or whatever. So it could be ending again soon, but hopefully... Oh, I thought it was an all-around McDonald's thing, I thought. I'm sure it will... You know, I do this through the app, and I'm sure they just push back the uh, deadline, deal end line to sure. keep you, keep you, keep fools like me like I got to, I got to do. Maybe it the day they stopped, and they were, and they were like, oh, no one's coming in anymore. They were all coming for the coffee. Maybe we should uh, keep doing the thing that brought people in. Yeah, that's probably what happened. But hey, what happened to that dude in the fleece? <laughs> we missed the dude in the fleece. Oh yeah. Well, should I save it? Okay. You what? You're wearing yeah, a fleece? Well, but what? Yeah, I'm a fleece guy now, Fesh. <laughs> okay. I bought it yesterday. This we recorded, uh, you know, we're recording these episodes peek oh, behind the, the curtain. Oh, this rusty creaky curtain's getting dragged aside. Creak. Oh, sh- oh shit, it's stuck on a nail. I tore the uh, curtain a little bit. Fuck, we're going we're, uh, we're really going to have to get a new curtain. It might be time to get a new curtain. Yeah. <laughs> I was okay with the horrible filth and and just general disgustingness of it, but now that it's torn What's the point, you know? Yeah. Anyway, folks, we've here. recorded it within. We're recording two episodes within, uh, you know, a day. Here, folks. Yeah, we're sort of banking up a little bit. We got some wild stuff on the horizon, mm-hmm. in addition to holidays, and mm-hmm. um, you might be thinking, like, oh, are we gonna? We just recorded yesterday. Is there gonna be anything new to talk about or riff <laughs> on in our lives? And yeah, I'm a Is police JZT guy now. Is JZT able to get any more toothpaste out of the toothpaste <laughs> holder? What do you call that? Toothpaste out of the Toothpaste container, toothpaste I container, guess. Container, I guess. Paste out of the... Yeah. What's the phrase, though? You can't put the tooth... Like Genie in the back in the bottle. You can't get the tooth... Yeah. Pa- yeah. And no, I this isn't an episode about Disney Genie Plus where Octoberfest mm-hmm. oh, is over. Yes. But it'll All probably right. come up anyway, in some capacity next week. dude bought a fleece last night. Yeah. Give us some more color and... Uh, Explain so it all. Yeah. U- Uniqlo. They got these uh, mm-hmm. fleeces, and I was really good prices, like 30 bucks. I was like, hey, you know, for a wintry layer, that's really good. And um, it just feels really nice and comfy. And uh, I feel like, a, you know, like I work at a tech company, but I have my punk rock past. And I'm, like, cool with the interns, but I also, like, boss them around. But they respect me because I know who Built a Spill is. So, like, he's kind of cool. But he's also kind of a dick. But I feel yeah, like so you are like cool. a, a a villain on a cool sitcom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a hey guys, uh, yeah. hey, wow, wow, cool, cool soccer mommy T-shirt. Yeah. Whoa, he knows soccer mommy. I'm gonna need you to come in on Saturday. Uh, like, but he did know soccer mommy, so yeah. I can't eat him too much. And like it takes him three years to be like, it doesn't matter what music he likes. He's a fucking bad boss. <laughs> like, yeah. fuck that guy. Yeah. Um, but then uh, you know, at a company party, I like reveal like I hate this company too. I'm, I'm trying to get out, and they're like, oh. right. And we learn something about like your sick kid that humanizes you. <laughs> yeah. 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 They uh, they unload on me and scream on me on a day yeah. where it's like, 
Cool. So I have to go speak to a cancer doctor about yeah, leukemia. Yeah. So I'm uh, really glad you told me that. But um, <laughs> all right, yeah. Anyway, so that's back. the kind of fleece he's wearing. <laughs> that's the kind of fleece I'm wearing, and um, you can expect to see this all over Instagram probably. If you if you want to take a look at this fleece, yeah. <laughs> there, and there's just no way that at, by the time that this episode comes out, your <laughs> love affair with your new fleece is over, right? Nope. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a this is a we're in it to win it. This is a committed yeah. <laughs> relationship I'm in with this fleece now. Cool. What's the graphic tee you got under there? Oh, the graphic tee is a free liquid death shirt I got. Oh, nice. From the liquid Shout death. Shout outs to shirt. Seltzer Cast. It's also a long sleeve shirt, which I'm also getting oh. into long sleeve shirts now, Fesh. <laughs> <laughs> the the fucking glimmer in your eye <laughs> <laughs> when you said that. Oh man! A month ago, I was all about tank tops. I'm uh-huh. over tank tops now. Now it's all for about some reason. Now uh, this season, I'm into a different <laughs> type of. Play. When it was hot, I was <laughs> all about tank tops. But now I don't want to wear them. It's like, and guys. Uh, do you think this is just a random tangent? No, clearly no. this is a segue because it's about fashion. It's about We're fashion. talking about fashion. And and mm-hmm. where the fuck? Do, where do you think I? Where do you think I got this fleece? Uniqlo. I, at the but where? The oh, Uniqlo in Soho, at the Gallo, Glendale Galleria, across the street from the Americana <laughs> okay, at Brand, where, you... where I which has an AMC theater yeah, where I saw, saw last night in Soho. Now, can I ask a, a London question? Yeah. Soho. What does the ho stand for here? In London, I mean. That is a great question. Um, <laughs> okay. I actually don't know. It could I have be been there. Houston for all I know. Yeah. Let's Google it. Cause I don't know would... nothing about no uh, London. London's cool. But yeah. yeah. Wh- Soho. Boop. Here's the Wikipedia. It, it is a district in London. Which our 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 researchers didn't put this in the dossier. I'm sorry. Folks. Yeah. So, uh, why doesn't it say? <laughs> Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's just called Soho. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just making an assumption that here it in New York, it's South Ho- South Houston. Right. And maybe they were like, "Well, this is like the South Houston of London, so we'll call it Soho." But too. London was before New York. Y- Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> London came before New York, right? Here we go. Name. <laughs> the name may possibly derive from a former hunting cry. Well, there you go. Uh, James Scott, first Duke of Monmouth, used Soho mm-hmm. as a rallying cry for his men at the Battle of Sedgemoor. Now how, oh, well, that's how we should have opened this podcast. Instead of a woo, it should have been Soho! Soho! <laughs> Soho! Soho! Well, there you go. Wow. Okay, okay. so it's not cool. an abbreviation. It's not. What are, what are the odds that they just... In, wow. Wow. Yeah. You learn something new every day. Yeah, that's really cool. So what? Did Edgar Wright go to film school or something? What's going on? Edgar Wright. So, you know, he may have... Uh, he's a British. <laughs> uh-huh, he's a, he's he's a, British. a big fan of the cinema. And yes. have you seen Space Fesh? I have seen the pilot a million years ago. That's yeah. I that's did. him? He did. He directed yeah. every episode of Space, and it was... Very, I I liked it a lot. It's yeah. good, you know. And um, um, let's see. Okay, he attended. Ooh, the Bournemouth and Poole College of Art and Design, now Arts University, Bournemouth, and received an ND in auto audiovisual design. 
What's an ND? I'm going to assume that's like a national diploma. Huh? Nice. Okay. Yes. Congrats. Well, congrats, Edgar. Yeah. Congratulations, Edgar, on yeah. getting your ND. Sorry we, we missed the at the time, but we're proud of you now. Yeah. And so even on space, uh, mm-hmm. this guy liked to cram a lot of references into the He's a episode. fan. This guy likes geek culture. He's a geek culture fan, yes. <laughs> and it was pretty funny. One thing is like season one came out before The Phantom Menace. Oh, and, wow. they, and then season two, they worked in Disappointment of The Phantom That's Menace. That's fun. <laughs> like the, the, the Simon Pegg character is like yeah. dealing with not being uh, happy with it that's it's like fun. a major thread because yeah. kind of the first season is about him sort of getting over his ex mm-hmm. <laughs> and sort of season two and what's gonna about, fix it phantom menace and then <laughs> and nope. season two's yeah. like getting over that letdown. that's fun. very funny um good show and mm-hmm. then simon Shaun of the dead simon Shaun of the dead feature film which I'm sure we'll do an episode of one yeah. of these days. Um, that fun movie, good yeah. movie. Fun movie, good movie, yeah. Which came out when I was 14 years old. And yeah. I remember the opening weekend at a movie theater. Not because I went to see it, because one of my sister's friends did. Nice. And I was like, oh, okay, all right, pretty cool, pretty cool. And yeah, I think that was a movie that my like like cousin was really into, but I didn't catch it until like two, three years later on DVD. Yeah, that um, was... Definitely a DVD success movie, yeah. right? It yeah. Had, yeah. And then Hot Fuzz, mm-hmm. my sister and I did see in theaters. Mm-hmm. Horrible theater experience, though. The what happened? Au- the audio was messed up. Oh, like, The yeah, speakers yeah, were yeah, burnt out, so everything was distorted and horrible. And Edgar Wright, an audio guy. Yeah. He's oh, an audio he guy. a needle drop. Mm-hmm. What is a needle drop? That's when you hear a song in a movie, baby. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. I thought you were setting up a joke. I didn't. I didn't want to step on it. Okay. Well, I, or I was going to give you an opportunity to educate the oh, audience. Okay. Mesh, but well, it's when a song plays in a movie. It's like a yes. needle hitting a record, and which happens literally many times in the film. Mm-hmm. This and I think a, a lot of his films, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a vinyl aficionado. Yeah, absolutely. So, and then we mentioned Hot Fuzz, and then there's World's End, and then there's which Scott Pilgrim good. is between there, right? Oh yeah, Scott, that's right, that's right. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, which we I'm a big fan of. I'll mm-hmm. say, and I, you know, yeah, great movie. Uh, it's like well, a video game. It's like it's a movie video. that's like a video game. <laughs> Saw it with my dad, and he's like, I hate it. I mean, I get it. It's like <laughs> video games, but I didn't follow anything. <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah, very fair. I mean, yeah, it's just I don't. It's just not for Dan Townsend. That's all. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then, yeah, then World's End, and then was it Baby Driver next? There's nothing in between yes. World's End and Baby Driver. Wow. He yeah, it was a long gap between projects. Oh, he well, he almost directed Ant Man. That's right. And I think just <laughs> very. <laughs> well, last no, <laughs> well, no, it's not right. It's uh, uh whoever it's directed a that guy. Reed. 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 Yeah, it's not right. It's Reed. Who did a fine job. <laughs> I like that movie. People were just so hard. It's like the Edgar Wright Ant-Man movie you want to see sure, can't be sure, made. Sure, like, sure. guys, be nice yeah. to this director. Like, and I, You know what? I, I said it with a lilt. I'm going to say I like Ant-Man. No yeah. lilt. I like Ant-Man. Ant-Man's yeah, good. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Um, but with yeah, Ant-Man it could, yeah. Before or after Guardians of the Galaxy? After Guardians. Okay. So I think that's a big part of it, too. It's like that's so colorful and, well, <laughs> needle droppy that – People wanted that energy again because it hadn't been fully 
<laughs> overused as it is now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that's why, weirdly, I think Ant-Man is stronger now that it wasn't chasing oh, that it, trend. Oh, fun, yeah. Than it was at the time. Um, and then Baby Driver. Oh, all the music and the action sequences. It's fun. Yes. Baby Driver. My parents were huge fans of Baby Driver. Yeah. And... Um, I was I was too. I saw it. <laughs> yeah, now it's a it's a movie that's has some tarnished legacy now, unfortunately. But oh, hey, Kevin Spacey's you know, in the movie. That's right. That's right. The star of a Bug's Life, Kevin yeah, Spacey. Yeah, Hopper himself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, fun movie. And but and then all of that is to say, why did I bring up my parents and whether they like Baby Driver? I recommended they go see yes. Last Night in Soho on my dad's birthday. Mm-hmm. Having not seen it myself, mm-hmm. but I had a strong conviction from what I've gathered about it and the mud, how much they like Baby Driver. I think they'll like Last Night in Soho more than they may or may not like the French Dispatch. Okay. So, really and dodge did they a bullet. like it? Do you know yet? They really liked it. Yeah. Hey, that's cool. Now, it did frighten my mom. She said, this it's is a scary, scary movie. Yeah. And we'll get into that. Why? Because we are a horror movie podcast. We're a horror movie podcast. Um. Now that's all good and well and good context for that, but I think we need to look into the history of neon. Sure, neon. <laughs> I the think that's the, just, yeah the the element, I guess. I was going to say the the production company. No, no, no. Just, the neon lights are playing a big part of Last Night in Soho. I'm on it. So neo neon, if you don't know, it's a chemical element. The symbol mm-hmm. for that chemical element, it's any, and the atomic number, it's ten. I did and not yeah. know the atomic number. Okay, cool, good. And yeah, it's a noble gas. That I knew. Okay. A colorless, odorless, inert, monatomic gas using under standard conditions. It's about two thirds the density of air. Discovered in 1898, one of the three residual rare inert elements remain in dry air after nitrogen, oxygen, argon, and carbon dioxide were removed. And I'm doing this off the dome, folks, so I might be wrong. Um, Um, Yeah. Any other questions about neon, Pesh? um, When was the first neon sign made? That's a good question. <laughs> okay. Because I love a neon sign. I, I I think they're great. They are. I, on a job, it was pretty cool, went to a neon sign factory like a oh, month wow. ago. And, you know, I got to use the bath. I was like, hey, you have a bathroom? They're like, yeah, sure. And I got to walk all around. And yeah, Did they have a, a neon sign for the bathroom at the neon sign factory? They did. That's cool. And um, they had a whole tiki room section, which is fantastic. They had a whole Las Vegas section. They were listening to Pink Floyd, and I was like, whoa, these guys must toke weed all (laughs) fucking day. Where do you get your ideas for neon signs, (laughs) man? Whoa. Take me to your dealer. (laughs) Any uh, word on the first ever neon sign? It's okay if not. Let's see the calculator is okay all right neon sign library 1902 the first commercial neon sign was sold by jacques fonsecu clouds Mm. associate in 1912 to a paris barber very oh wow that's cool yeah could you imagine oh my god could you imagine being the barber who had the first neon sign the line must have been down the block i'm gonna put something in the chat fesh there's a website called neon library and it's okay. uh wow okay george claude was a french engineer a chemist inventor and a pioneer in the development of neon lighting and signs his discoveries and invention revolutionized neon technology 
first person to apply an electrical discharge to a sealed tube with neon as the gas, creating the first neon lamp. Circa 1902. Yeah. Ooh, neon didn't come to America, though, until... Until 1923, yeah. We're about to hit the 100 years of neon, folks. Oh, we'll do a celebration. Yeah, you know we'll what? Maybe let's save some of this for that. Let's wait. Yeah, let's cash okay. this check in 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 two years. That's a really good under two years, honestly. Yeah. Now, did you have any neon signs in the house growing up, Fesh? No, no. I wish. Oh. I yeah. wish. Famously, my dad yeah. had some kind of like guitar neon sign. Sure. That I broke <gasps> as a two-year-old, a one-year-old. Oh. No, and he and harbors resentment towards you to this he day. Does. <laughs> and every time I was like, I have zero memory of it. You acknowledge that I was one and a half. <laughs> right. It's like if you had a dog 20 years ago and then you're taking it out on a completely different dog that you have now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you what are you doing? Different person. Yeah. All of your atoms have been replaced. Yes. You're an entirely different person. Yeah, exactly. It's like Hey, you and it's always now it's almost also, like you can do get you want sign fixed yeah. somewhere, right? I'm like, do you want me to buy you a new guitar and sign or Yeah. I'll do it, man. Like, it may, maybe I'll do it. I ain't scared of no I ain't I ain't scared of no neon sign. <laughs> oh, I also um mm-hmm. when I was picking up at when I was at that neon sign factory, <laughs> um I can say that now that the season is over, <laughs> we were lifting the neon sign into a truck and I bent it over mm-hmm. to pick it up and it went down fast mm-hmm. and i caught it but it was like oh i was like a half second away from breaking this thing and because notoriously fragile these neon signs yeah yeah um and it, what it did was, um sandy uh is it sandy koufax what, what is the big daddy's main character oh uh that's a good question yeah i, I think sandy, sandy koufax right big or is that the baseball guy that they're referencing with that name but anyway, my follow-up question is that is you, there's a neon sign in his apartment that I feel that plays a minor plot point. Do you remember yes. what the neon sign was in Big Daddy? Oh, it's like a it says like Hooters. Is it girls, big, girls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big tits. It's it's pretty explicit, and that's kind of the joke. Or right, it's explicit enough. We're like, you should. Sandy Koufax. That's the character's name. Sandy yeah. Koufax. Yeah. Which also, I did watch uh, Hubie Halloween on Halloween. It holds mm-hmm. up, folks. Cool. <laughs> Great time. I, I, yeah, I imagine it's just as good as it was last year. <laughs> <That's>, yep. yep. <laughs> Everything is the same. The same, yep. Let's, uh, let Hubie Halloween be a constant in your life. <laughs> you can keep getting older. Hubie Halloween will stay, stay the same. Um, okay, so Eloise lives in a different part of England. Which feels like it's a very big part of Edgar, uh, Edgar Wright's life. Um, sure. I did listen to the spaced audio commentaries, a few of them at the time. And he is like from the country, mm-hmm. and it's kind of cool. Like you know, I don't know uh, England geography that well. I did study abroad in London. Very cool. We'll get into that. Uh, I heard you studied a, a couple broads. I studied a couple broads. Two <laughs> in London. Yeah, exactly two. <laughs> yeah, one time can. each. <laughs> he neither wanted to talk to me afterwards. <laughs> Boy, that's, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, well, you want to keep in touch or no? No, no, no. I was not. When I was in London, I was mm-hmm. not a swinger at the time. So ah. I didn't have my swinging jolly good vibes. I was yeah. shy. Y- you were a wee 19 year old, right? I was a wee or... night. Uh, I did turn 21 there. 21. Okay. So, yeah. Um, And I was 
a mess. But hey, mm. you know, I, I love the culture and I got <laughs> cultured. And uh, where did I go? Drink a lot of tea, huh? Yeah. Drink a lot of tea. Actually, yeah. seeing this movie, I a memory came back. Yeah. Uh, at one point, Terrence Stamps walked by a place called Pizza Express, mm-hmm. and I was like, I ate there a bunch of times. It's like a chain pizza a restaurant. A chain, okay. Not yeah. at the one. Uh, no, 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 no. God, that would be so cool um, if you had eaten at the one. Could be. Uh, I was living near the British Museum, so if any London heads recognize <laughs> some of the geography of this movie. No, this movie takes place in Soho. Soho. And I was... Not there. We were not too far, though. Kids I knew would go there for shopping and fashion. Cool. um, There was also this little detail where everyone who studied abroad got, like, stolen money from through ATMs there. Like, everyone. Oh, wow. Like, we, just, we didn't know that the, it's just some local thing you have to know to hit this button before you leave. Or like or it was like they had set up like cameras right above the ATM. Yeah. So if you entered your pin, they recorded right. it. You're so supposed everyone to know to cover like, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the bank was pretty good about getting it back to you, but it's just like we got fucking like corn mark, you know. You got fleeced. We got fleeced. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so Edgar Wright seemingly, yeah, is from, you know, a smaller town. Well, you know, less cool part. So it seems like a big part of it. And he always jokes about, uh, you know, being a little insecure about that or maybe, you mm-hmm. know, and, um, you know, class is a big part of London culture. Apparently. Of course. Yeah. And so, yeah, Eloise, she's from a small town. She dreams of. She love it. A sixties. She love it. A sixties. Um, um, felt a little dumb. It took me a while to be like, wait, now what year is this in? Like, she likes the 60s. Oh, she's not in the 60s. Oh, okay. She's in the mock. <laughs> Doesn't she, she like have 60s. a cell phone pretty quickly in this movie? <laughs> I maybe didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's playing all these. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> she likes the 60s. She likes the si- It wasn't until her roommate says, Kendall, yeah. Kylie, Kylie, Jenner. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. This is, we're, we're, we're in the now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Okay, yeah. And boy, oh boy, that roommate. <laughs> so when the fantasy sequence happens, uh, how, how'd you track that? Pretty well? or? Oh, my Lord. I was like, I just stood up in the theater and said, Is Wait. anybody following <laughs> anything? Can we rewind? Surely I'm not the only one who would appreciate a rewind. Um, just, there should just be something in the bottom left corner that's like, this is a dream, man. Yeah. Like Saved by the Bell, you get the harps and the crossfade, and then it's got a fuzzy, uh, you know, circum- circumference. That's how dreams are usually represented. You know how at live concerts now they have a sign language interpreter in the corner. <laughs> exactly. Can we get someone like that, but just saying, "What the frig is going <laughs> on?" Because. I'm not following nothing here. You'll learn ASL just so that you can have somebody explain the movie you're watching. Yeah. Hey, hey, Jay-Z2, who's this? Oh, this is my ASLR uh, interpreter. Um, oh, you speak silently? Well, they're also a smarter person than I am. But we don't want to disrupt the rest of the moviegoers, but I'm always lost in movies. Now, so have you, this... Uh, I, uh, when you worked at the Angelica, did you guys have like the um, uh, the caption machines or the audio description headphones that you could give to people for the movies? To my knowledge, probably not. No. Okay. So we we um, had that at the Sunshine, 
and you know like anything that's accommodating uh <laughs> disabled people it's a real pain in the neck for the company to make it you know like it can never be done in a way that was just like easy and chill everybody's just like oh I have to help this person enjoy their time. Like, yeah. But it was. It was so rarely used. It was then, like, never. Nobody was like, trained on it either. Right, yeah. And so there was, like, a whole form they had to fill out so we can get it back on all this stuff. It, it was. It's uh, It's a shame. It's not cool. Yeah. But, um, but th- it was weird. It was. So it was, like, this little, almost like Gorilla Grip, like, uh, what's, it, that, what's it called? The thing where you put the camera on a stick to watch to, to film yourself gopro-esque thing oh yeah that was like you put on the seat in front of you and then it was synced up to i guess a file in because it was a digital theater anyway yeah uh, oh, cool. and it would show captions for, th- for 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 people and then the headphones were literally <laughs> just like a woman going uh we get a shot of a build a giant building showing thunderball in the rain eloise crosses the street the car stops right in front of me. Like, I, I, like, I don't, you know, I'm I'm thankful to have all my faculties about me mm-hmm. and I can enjoy cinema in that way. It seems very hard to enjoy the actual movie while someone is describing every single thing that's happening. But yeah. I'm sure if it's an industry that exists, it must be valuable to people. So oh, totally. Yeah. That's, that's cool. But it was, it's, it's. Uh, on Netflix, a lot of at least their original programming, you can switch it on to have that too. So just give it a listen sometime if you just want to see how oh. another part of the population uh, lives. Oh a yeah, bit. I did in high school. A friend's brother was blind, um, and he's a really talented musician. Had like perfect mm-hmm. pitch and could play like a million different instruments. And mm-hmm. one time I was over there and walked by his room, and he was like doing aim chatting and it sure. Was a, it was interesting. It was like a whole setup where someone like a computer dictated back what other people were chatting. Yeah, yeah. Then he dictated into that, you know. So. Oh yeah, I helped a guest at the hotel who was blind into his room and log into the Wi-Fi. And the way his phone, he, the way his phone worked is, he'd run run his thumb over like his homepage, and it would just say the apps. Like, oh wow! In quick succession, and again, obviously, you learn where it is on your phone at a certain <laughs> point. I'm sure, but like. Uh, yeah, it was just, and how adjusted he was to that was, uh, you know, some something else. That's all. Oh, just, yeah. just, huh? Wow. You did remind me that at the end of my time at the Angelica, like the mm-hmm. last week or two, they got 3D glasses because they were like, we got 3D now because there was like a, a Monty Python biography, right? Uh, that was partially animated in 3D, but they like cheaped out and got like only like 30 glasses that we would have to clean after every screening and it was just like and we're like and they were like really hunt people down when they leave the theater they cannot <laughs> keep these like you know still new enough with 3d technology yeah. everyone's like oh they're like don't let them st-. Like, yeah people were kind of stealing 3d glasses at the time i remember like around you well because I think this, this, this unspoken contract is you have a lot of these. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so when they're, they're, they're pre- inexpensive, you leave a theater produced. and they go throw it in this trash can. You go, oh, yeah. okay. So they don't give a shit about these. Right. They're disposable. Like I'll hold on to them. They're like, no, no, these well, ones cost well, more money. I do think those trash cans aren't trash cans. They are just a place to go get Correct, them to yeah. then clean them. But you would have enough to use some while you're cleaning the others. You would yes. hope. Yes. Um, yeah, the point of this is a, a theme we come to 
often on this podcast. Uh, Landmark Sunshine, a lot better run than the Angelica. <laughs> And, and yet, which one's still that around? Landmark Sunshine, not particularly run too well either, though, you know? It, it, there is something that really does. Still, maybe it is just because I was on that team, but I'm like, yeah, wait, the Angelica's still around, though? Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, I have, a fun, I have a good funny indie movie story. Okay. So, like, two or three weeks ago, I bought a tickets to this movie called Memoria with Tilda mm-hmm. Swinton, which they mentioned on Blank Check, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. what is that? It's like, oh, kind of a movie that like apparently like will only play in theaters. The right. director's like never going to streaming and it's only gonna be at one theater at a time. It's like, oh sounds interesting. Uh chew. Chew. I looked it up, it's like, oh yeah, it's playing near my house on the week of my birthday. Yeah, I'll All go. Right. This morning I wake up to a refund and it goes, What? And they mm-hmm. go, Turns out this theater is playing a different movie called Memoria from two thousand nineteen. Huh. Whoops, our bad. Here's your money back. Wild stuff. So, yeah. Hey, it's all people, man. People run all this stuff. Exactly. Human yeah. error. Yeah. So, Eloise is going to fashion school. Yes. And in she makes her London. Own, she gets in. She's very excited. Yeah. Her, her grand, the, she lives with her grand. Her mother is dead, and we see her mother in a mirror. Yeah. She has a sixth sense, if you will. Mm-hmm. She quite frankly, sees dead people. Yes. She sees dead people. And that's that's thrown out in the first three minutes. I like that. Just like, okay, this is the thing about the character. There, got it? Yeah. Because it it established, it's like, that's not the unusual thing. That's just kind of a feature of... That's how we're going to... If the premise is the sled, this is how we're going to get into the sled, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Yeah. And And her grand's happy for her. She calls her a cab. She goes to London. She gets there and her... Yes, as you mentioned, her flatmate, her... Uh, oh, but uh, even before that, uh-huh. very oh, odd yes. cab ride where the guy's yes. way too forward. Big city stuff, yeah. Yeah. And uh, the notion of stalking and men being gross is yes. established right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and buys she a coke has, at a she, bodega. She lies over and oh, get off here. And he's like, all right. And then, she, yeah, he's waiting for her. She Creep city. Yeah. Now, from what I've heard... Ladies always be tweeting that bodega mm-hmm. people, good dude. understanding. The yeah. Good dudes, they'll help you fight a guy if you need them yep. to. They have baseball bats. They'll be like, you leave her alone. Um, yeah. Shout out to bodega dudes. We love bodega dudes. Yeah. Um, she gets coke. Uh, she she goes to, to, to her dorm, meets Jocasta, whose last name is crossed out, because she's just going by Jocasta. Yeah. And Jocasta stinks. She does. She's um, real rich. She has a lot she's of money. A, let's just, it just, she's a mean girl. Let's be she's honest. She's a mean girl. She's, oh, mean, she's a yeah. mean girl. And what I love, I'm jumping way ahead here, but what I love is that the Halloween party thing, costume thing they go to later, that the four mean girls are the girls from the craft. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, yes, because the mean girls now today think they are weird. <laughs> they just, again, like we're talking about with our hypothetical b- cool boss, just because you like weird movies doesn't prevent yeah. you from being a weird, yeah. Or like it's that. it's it's sort of like it's I'm not, well, we're not going here too far, but it's like it's sure. like shitty people co-opting the Matrix. It's like no, you don't get it. Yeah, you're screw right. you. Right. Or like right. you're not you're you think you're but the oppressed. Specifically, yeah, specifically with the craft. Uh, I f- always forget her name. I feel that uh, Ben Stiller's wife. Yes, uh, yeah. Chrissy Swan- Swenson. No, no, no. That's it, okay. So the bully and the craft 
is the role that Jocasta is filling in this movie. And for Jocasta yes. to think she identifies with the girl of the craft is just funny and cool. I don't know. I yeah, really, yeah, really yeah. dug that choice. Very good, uh, yes. And yeah, it's a classic college, uh, big city, uh, country mouse uh, story here up top. Everybody's talking at her. They can't hear a word they're saying. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, ain't exactly her small town anymore. She, no. she ain't in Kansas anymore. And she gets her coke stolen by a nice, charming guy named John. That's right. She goes, accident. her friggin' roommate brings a boy into the room to have sex when she's trying to sleep. So she goes to the quad. But, oh, there's a party going on. And, yeah, John's like, I'll drink a Coke. And <laughs> she's like, I don't care. She's real on edge, you know. She's not happy about this. But she's listening to the she's kinks. Exactly. And she says, uh, uh, I got to get out of here. I got to find myself uh, my own flat. And... Um, Seems pretty easy. She got. <laughs> she looks at uh, one place and uh, gets it. It's perfect. Yeah, that must be nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> she didn't see eight apartments, and two of them were very hostile towards her, and, and one never got back. Scams and, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and now she's romanticizing London, it's specifically South London, right? Are they South or North? I forget. I guess. I'm going to say South because it's Soho, but we just learned that Soho has nothing to do with South, so I don't know. Let's go either to way, the map. Yeah. yeah. Either way, she's in love with where she is, and so she is going to look past the fact that it's above a French bistro whose neon lights are switching between red and green or blue. Blue because of French colors, right? I believe so. Yeah. Which is very Edgar Wright. You know, just... Oh, yeah. What if the mood of the scene was set inherently switching because of the giant neon sign that's right outside this window? The window, the room also looks like um, Linguini's room from Ratatouille. Oh, it's yeah. A, it's another it one of these rooms. It's like, this is supposed to be a shithole, but it is gorgeous and has an amazing view. Like, what are you talking Probably about? costs 1,400 pounds yeah. a month. Yeah. yeah. Um. But do, did you have a nugget of something for us? Did you, Soho you is South. Okay. Because there's some jokes about that that are definitely for people over there that I don't oh, yeah. totally get that John makes about traffic and stuff like that. that mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I trust that that's an accurate and funny joke, but I don't, I've never been. Yeah. I believe Hall, like H-A-U-L, is a town in London that's like cool. shitty. And sure. they ra- they rag on that a lot in Edgar Wright movies. Like, oh, I've been to Hall and back, you know. Sure. Oh, like hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so she's she's got this old lady landlord. This is an apartment only for women, and no men are allowed. No male visitors are allowed after eight p.m. Um, and you might be wondering why she's so against men. You'll <laughs> see. <laughs> Which is one of those things where it's like. Maybe if this movie were made in 1995, it'd be like, huh? But now we're just like, well, of course, yes. Why would you allow men after 9 p.m.? But yeah. But, um, uh, she she mentions that uh, you know, it's gonna stink in the summer. This room is gonna stink in the summer. The smell rises in the summer, which is a little call forward. Which Edgar Wright is one to do. You know, there's a lot of. Things that are said in the first part of the movie in Edgar Wright movies. He's a very that good in the director. second part of the movie you go. Oh, that's why they said that in the first part of the movie. Wow. Wow. Right. Wow. Mater. Wow. Mater. Wow. Um, because there's dead guys in the floorboards and walls. 
That's right. But she doesn't say that part yet. Correct. Um, and also, then it's think, all about just trying to make her way. Yeah. Vesh, do you What's think up? this podcast is po- popular with visually impaired people? I feel like... I think every podcast yeah. I wonder has, a, has a better chance. These guys really make me feel like I'm watching the movie. Like this, they oh. recap it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, definitely, 100. percent Yeah, actually, we, the most, probably the most. That's probably most... why we have such good view uh, listeners. Listeners, mm-hmm. yeah, listeners. listeners come back because they go, I just, I get the whole movie experience just by hearing these two I guys. I think, I think we're actually going to be hurting the box office of Last Night in Soho because of Ooh. how good we're going to talk about it. Well, People... hey. You know, Edgar Wright, if you want us to take down the episode for a little bit, because that's the case, let us know. Just tweet, tweet at us, us, man. Tweet <laughs> us, man. Oh, he also did a Sparks documentary. Yeah. That's another thing. Edgar it was Wright earlier did. this year, right? Yes. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Hmm. But I like that's that surprising to me. Yeah, yeah. I would feel like you would have seen it by now. Tom Sharpling had a good joke about it. but oh. <laughs> he's like... He was just like, yeah, I wasn't uh, interviewed in that movie because, uh, you know, I've been a fan of them for 40 years. And apparently the cutoff was you had to discover them three years ago on a Spotify playlist and be a comedian. Whammo. Whammo. Got him. Shout outs to Tom Sharpling. Classic Sharpling bitterness. Gems. We but love it's, you, Tom. you know, it's his angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's all part of the show. Hey, it's his hey, game. It's hey, his it's st- all part of the entertainment. It's all part of it. So, yeah, big city stuff. They go drinking. It's tough. Men are bad. Jacosta's bad. <laughs> Grand yeah. calls, and she has to put on a. It's kind of the beginning of Zootopia in a lot of ways. Oh, <laughs> I should see. I haven't seen Zootopia, but I'd like it. It's fun. Um, I saw an adorable family dressed up as Zootopia at Oogie Boogie oh, Bash. So that's fun. Shout out to them. You know who you are. Their family. Um, yeah. So I don't know. And then she. Yeah. Go ahead. Really like the moment where she's like lying to her grandma about how happy she is related to that you know yeah yeah just totally unable to be like i you know i want to be here but it's not going how i thought it would and right. I, this is tough so th- again this movie opens with her dancing to songs of the 60s her room is covered in posters of the 60s she's romanticized that era and the city so much that it is just like yeah, it's going to be impossible for the first week of you being there to live up to that expectation mm-hmm. but what yeah. i also like about that is it inherently just justifies everything every action that Eloise do is you know being propelled that way because it's like yeah she's obsessed with this stuff and wants this romantic thing and is disappointed with it so if she finds the white rabbit running this way she's of course gonna follow it down the hole because that's what she's here for yeah um and boy does she when she starts having psychedelic not really but like (laughs) (laughs) what's up jay what do you got to do oh one uh, just gonna turn a fan off sure wondering why it was a little chilly in this room the damn okay fan. so yeah so uh, the w- the white rabbit is this vision of anya taylor joy uh in her dreams the well stunning and ravishing anya taylor absolutely joy. but i guess she she doesn't show up until she's already in the 60s in her dreams where she goes to that nice big theater that's showing thunderball um and walks in and it's nice, and she then sees herself in the mirror. But it's not herself; it's Anya Taylor Joy. That's right. Who is a singer, and her name is Sandy at first. Sandy like, Koufax. Yeah. Sandy <laughs> I'm Koufax. kidding. It's not <laughs> Koufax. I'm kidding. That's the Adam Sandler character from Big Daddy, as established earlier. We got you, folks. Will you April Fools? April Fools. Um, this 
Let's listen to this episode again on April Fools, guys. <laughs> All for this joke. And It'll so then we just kind of like she she takes a back seat. She's now in the audience and she's watching a different movie happen. And yes. it's 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 a classic tale of a woman walking in and saying, "I demand to be the star of this place." <laughs> and then being like, nope, you have to go do all this other stuff first. Talk to this this Frankenstein-looking motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> who is that Talk- guy? Is he from th- stuff? Matt Smith. I want to say he was a Doctor a Who. A Doctor, of course. He was a Doctor. And yeah, he... You know, it's a great casting, because at first you're like, oh, this guy's kind of weird-looking. Oh, I guess he's charming and yeah. attractive. And then when he's like, oh, no, he fucking sucks. He's evil and shitty. It's like, yeah, he looks like an evil, shitty guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He looks like all three of those things. Yes, he, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you can buy it all. So he becomes her manager and slash lover slash eventually pimp. Pimp. Yeah. Um, he takes it's a. She auditions. Mm-hmm. He takes her to an audition at a different yeah. place, with an R mm-hmm. on the awning. You know, Rialto. Yes. And, and they go the, oh, seemingly in the basement of the Rialto. Yes. And she's into it. She's. She's like, she sings, and they're like, great job. And like, you got the job. Downtown, a, downtown, a stirring rendition of Downtown. A beautiful song. <laughs> we love that song. And, and uh, she doesn't quite become the star of the Rialto. You got to start somewhere, but she doesn't become the star. She is just kind of one of the background dancers. And I think Anya Taylor-Joy does an amazing job of doing it and having disdain for it. Yeah. But in a way that only you would notice cinematically, because we're getting shots of her face, but not when it's in a while. Like it's ah, yeah, it is like you can, if you want to be into the burlesque of it, you're like yeah, "Yeah, they're all doing it. But if you look, it's like ah, yeah, she doesn't really want to be here, you know. Um, and And it's it's marionette and wind up toy themed, which I think would be a great Halloween costume for next year. Uh, for anyone, anybody interested? If you're looking for uh, Halloween costumes for next year, Jotting maybe down be one of the wind-up toys uh, from uh, last night's Soho R- Rialto segment. Shout out to Skyler, friend yeah. of friend of the pod, who was uh, Eloise, Eloise for this Halloween. year with yes. the the black makeup eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great costume. Great costume. Um, so this is a classic uh, show business, ain't all what it cracked up to be. It's it's. We get a montage of her running down the hallway, seeing all the bad things, like uh, somebody shooting up heroin, I believe, was one of the things. Yeah, there's Uh, a blowjob happening. Just uh, generally grumpy people as well. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, this isn't as happy as the product that that people make make it out to be. Mm Mm-hmm. And so then she again, we're we're jumping around in terms of the dreams, but yeah, she wakes up. Yeah. Points. And one of my favorite parts is when John asks her out. She asks if she has plans tonight. And she just, it pops into her mind, Anya Taylor-Joy and Matt Smith. And she's like, yes, I do. And it's like, yeah, I, it's this new TV show that I really like that I have to go <laughs> home and watch. Yeah. I got to know what happens between these two people. I got to go to sleep. Yeah, I think baby. it's really funny. Um, Fesh, do you mind if I light a vampire blood incense stick? <laughs> no, that's that's All right. fine that's by a, me. That's just please crinkle. keep it away from the microphone. I just don't want to smell it too much. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No worry. I, I know you're sensitive to smells. I want our audience smells. might be sensitive, too. Oh, our sensitive audience is sensitive to smell, too. Don't worry, folks. If you, uh, He's I'll keeping away from the microphone. Yeah, keep the incense away from the microphone. Oh, okay. All right. Yes. Yeah, I got to go check it. I have had dreams sometimes where I'm like, damn, that should be like a good movie. I wish I right. could watch that, you know. And 
Never this good, though, you know? Like, Well, this isn't just a good movie. This is like Ready Player One style <laughs> jumping in to a VR of a movie. You are, are you, like, what if you could be Charlie Bucket and go to Willy Wonka? You know? Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. It'd be amazing. <laughs> um, and then, meanwhile, okay, in real life, she's going to school. She's doing 60s inspired looks in her fashion class. And, um, it's going great. She's kind of like, well, it's cool at first because she's like the Anya Taylor Joy. Sandy is like inspiring her and changing yeah. her. She's like getting more confident. Yeah. She's having cool designs. Like she's you get the impression she's the best in the class. Oh, she's you know? the oh, oh, she's the best in the class. She's Eloise the best, is the best in, the class. in the class. Yeah. And the teacher's like, yeah, you got it. And then um, there's a I like a moment a lot where she run, it's John, right? She runs into outside and. Mm-hmm. She's like, what is she? Where he's like, oh yeah, sorry, bending about the coke, and she's like, it's the least I could do. He's like, what's the most? What's the you most could you do? could do? And it's well, like, that's a direct Whoa. quote from Sandy. Yeah, yeah. In the dream. Very cool. So Sandy is self-actualized, folks. Yeah. So it's at first you're like, yeah, she's like, this is cool. She's like learning how to be a cooler, tougher person, and then she cannot escape the. The reality. Right. So uh, the one s- of the elements of this movie is, yeah, the good old days weren't always as good as we paint them out to be. And especially, nope. I guess, if, you know, obviously, if you are anybody who could be categorized as another. <laughs> like, yes, yes, yes. Uh, it's the 60s. In, uh, you know, England is also not particularly not racist itself or not. Uh, certainly. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, got a lot of problems. Seems like, yeah, uh, only uh, becoming a scarier place to live in is the vibe I get, too. Yeah, you yep, know, yep. but um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, romanticizing, right? We, we're able to edit out what we don't want because we like yeah. things that we like so much, right? And so she's uh, being inspired by it, by Sandy, but similar, not the same fate, but similar things are are, are happening to her, which is, again, returning to the theme of Men are going to drag people down. Now, uh, women down specifically. So we see see some ghosts here and there, and one one of them we think is a ghost, but nope, it's just good old Terrence Stamp leaving a porno store? Uh, I believe it's like a Thai massage parlor. Oh, okay. Oh, Um, wait, no, it might be. No, that sounds right. Yeah. Or or one of the things turns into the Thai... The Rialto Pictures, which was like a yeah burlesque yeah. theater, is now a Thai massage yeah, place. Massage. So I think he was coming from. That's, I can't remember. Doesn't matter. So she, she sees Terrence Stamp. Yeah, because she sees the Rialto Pictures building uh, while buying the white jacket. Yeah, that's that's later. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, Terrence Stamp. She w- w- she thinks, and we're led to believe, is grown up Matt Smith. Yes. This whole time, right? Mm-hmm. It's like he's the killer. He killed her. I know he. She did. That's a great Eloise impression. Oh, thank you. Uh, I did think well, from seeing the trailer, I was ge- I was like, I don't know if I can put up with this voice in <laughs> the whole movie. She's <laughs> annoying in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, I also but no, was it works like, in the movie. Who's this childish weirdo? Yeah. <laughs> but, but in it the works movie, in the she does good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I came around to her in the end. She was in great old. Job. I didn't realize it. She's uh, she's uh, one of the kids, uh, the girl who turns into a teenager. Uh, not no the pregnant way. one, but the the other one. Oh wow! That's, that's Eloise from uh, Last Night So. She's an old. 
That's great. Wow. I wonder, is she like, is she British? She's from New Zealand. Wow. She's Australian. Well, she's New, she's from New Zealand. Yes. Austra- yeah. She's, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's uh, a Kiwi. She's a Kiwi. Born July 26, 2000. She is 21 now? She's 21. Okay. Is, uh, as of, and she's already wow. worked with M. Night and Edgar Wright. Oh, my gosh. And she was we gotta in Jojo up, Rabbit. Oh, we got to catch up, Taika. Yeah, she's friends with Taika. Uh, we got to catch up, JZT. We haven't worked with Taika, Edgar Wright, or M. Night yet. I know. Jeez. <laughs> Thomason, you're making us look bad. <laughs> Thomason, We've had slowly. 10 years on this girl. Uh, take a breather. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Oh, my God. She was born after The Sixth Sense. Wow. Holy moly. She has The Sixth Sense and was born after The Sixth Sense. Do you think she watched it for research? I bet, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I bet just like someone had the really depressing moment where they're like, yeah, I watched this movie The Sixth Sense last night. It's very, I didn't expect to see it coming. You go, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the whole thing with that movie. <sighs> wow, 21 years 21. ago was the year 2000. She probably is one of those people who has stories like, I... I wanted to see the Twilight movies in theaters, but I wasn't allowed to because I was too young. You young. Mm, yeah. Mm, yes. Yeah. I'm older than you. Okay. You got cool, a good man. 10 years on you, kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. That's, wow. Party Doesn't even know kid. what the Berlin Wall was. No. <laughs> this person. I'm sorry. What is her name? Thomason McKenzie. Oh. Yeah. Shout out to Thompson McKenzie. She does a great job. And, um, it's Eloise. She shines. She shines as Eloise. She's also in the movie Leave No Trace, which I feel like I've heard is good. Does it, oh. Is, and she was what? in The Hobbit, The Battle of the Five She's armies. worked with Jackson, too? Jackson, too. So she's got Jackson, Watiti, uh, uh, Night Shyamalan, and, and right? Yeah. And we've got none of those guys? And who directed The Power of the Dog? Please don't be a big-ass, big Martin Scorsese. Jane Campion, the uh, upcoming Oscar contender on Netflix. Cumberbitch bait. Power that he better you come love in being it. able <laughs> to say Cumberbitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, uh, guilty, guilty. Um, well, we got to catch up. I'm, p- I'm putting it out there on the record. By the end of 2022, we will have worked with Watiti, M. Night Shyamalan, <laughs> right? And uh, Campion, and uh, who was the other one? Peter Jackson. There you go. Yeah. It's going to be the year of I Was Scared too. We're going to take meetings with all of them ASAP. We're putting this out there. Listeners, if you have any contacts with any of them, <laughs> let us know. Again, Get if it's just extra work, we'll take it as long as we can. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Say that we worked with them. <laughs> I have tons of background experience. I, yeah. you know, I, I will, I will not whisper a word of complaint. <laughs> you need not worry that I'll be. The like, only thing I, he will whisper is peas and carrots, peas and carrots, peas and carrots. Yeah. And I, I. I won't be one of those background talent that comes up and goes, I'm allowed to have the crew snacks because I'm in the union. No, 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 no. Uh, Who is the most famous director you've worked with, JZT? That is a great... I feel like you have somebody, right? Have I been... You know, it's always a thing where 
I just you know it's weird when you when you're on a real big budget thing you realize you don't even really talk to the director. It's like there's well, so I many. I know, but, but I'm yeah, just yeah. saying to let them. Cool. I mean, we got Josh Rubin, both of us. Been yeah, on the I pod. guess that's probably. Well, it's because I was in, I don't know, like an Applebee's commercial. Or yeah. I you were in an any, Applebee's commercial? I was a PA on an yeah. Applebee's commercial. Okay. It was in like a, a pencil factory in New Jersey. And like, uh, very cool. I got to. It was like drive around uh, a costume person. We went to the mall together. Nice. It was like this thing where she needed to go. And I was like, okay. She's like, you can come with me. I was like, oh, okay. And we had a cool. fun, lovely day. One of my top PA members. Yeah. Chris Hardwick, but he wasn't the director, but he was a YouTube video. That right. <laughs> I think I've talked about on this podcast. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think fairly recently, too. Yeah. Uh, I also I, had the uh, fun. Was right. recently talk, trying to tell that to a 23 year old, like, yeah, I paid for the nurse. You go, what is that? And I was like, yes, yes. it's <laughs> fading. The evil has died a little. Well, you were saying, Fesh? Oh, I've worked with David Wayne before as an extra. Wow. Wayne Days. Whoa. When was that? That's so cool. A long time ago. Um, whenever Wayne Days was happening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. So take that, Thompson. Mackenzie Thomason Mackenzie, what's her name? Sorry, Thomas and Mackenzie. Yeah, Thomas and Mackenzie. Yeah. Take that. Have you worked? I ain't impressed until you worked with David Wayne and uh, Josh Rubin. Yeah, who is it? I'm now I'm on the power of the dog IMDb, and there's a very weird boy who just popped mm. Cody Smith Mc, McPhee. Mm. Spooky Slender Man t- vibes. Mm. He's, from, he's an Aussie, he's from Australia. Okay, oy, oy, oy. so. Let's see. Back to the movie. Back to Soho. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so she's she's balancing, becoming more confident, and then, and then also traveling in the dream world to see more of the story. And she doesn't know what's coming, which is when John and her finally start to hook up. Now, the mirror isn't actually above her bed. It's just a thing she starts to see when it's happening, yes, right? Yes, because he looks up at one point and doesn't Nothing. see anything. Yeah. Um, but that's like when she has this horrible graphic me- memory or she's seeing yeah. uh, Matt Smith and trying to stab yeah. Sandy. Because Sandy is going to sleep and he's not having that. He wants her to wake up and have sex with him. Mm-hmm. Sandy does not want to do this. And so that turns to violence. Yeah. I really did. I think this is after the sequence. It's like a series of her telling her name to a bunch of, you know. Right, different John. variations on Alexandra. Yeah, and Sandy, you, Alex. And what I liked Alexa. is you, the progression of it. It's like she gets increasingly sadder, but then no, she then there's starts drinking, and it's just like right. whatever. She's and there's like, a numbness. And yes, then, exactly, yeah. which is cool. I felt like yeah, that is probably what happens. Like it wears on you. You're sad that this is your life now, and then you have found a way to tune it out. Right. And be numb to it, yeah. And right. it's like it was a cool touch, I thought, you know. And then there's this one guy who doesn't say the same thing as everybody else, which is just that's a lovely name. Uh, this guy, I forget what he actually says, but basically, yeah. what's your real name? You know. Yeah, yeah. But he basically says like, um, "You don't want to be doing this. I know that." <laughs> and she calls him a copper, and. Uh, We'll get back to him in a minute. Yeah, and he has beautiful blue eyes. Handsome He's man. A handsome man. A young Terrence Stamp looking yes. fellow. Yes. <laughs> Whoop. 
Whoopsie. What could Fesh mean by that? <laughs> um, but yeah, so she scratches his face, and there's uh, blo- and then uh, a tough tussle, and then he he murders Sandy in this vision. Blood, yes. blood, the blood. I was alluding to when we talked about this movie. On now, kills. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Okay, guys, this is it. Do we see him murder her, or do we yeah. just think we see that? I, With I, my, th- I think we see it. We see her covered in blood, and we yeah. see him. I was just, I, I would love to rewatch and go. Do you actually? Is this all just we assume? Sure, you know, maybe. I, I'm pretty sure we do just see it, and it is just like, yeah, no, but that's just not how it went. That's just okay. okay. I, either yeah, either way, it serves the same purpose. I do think yes. obviously it's hipper and cooler if it's through just mental trickery and filmography, uh, cinematography. Yeah. To yeah, but uh, yeah. either way, we are meant to believe Matt Smith has murdered Sandy, and uh, shit. Now yeah. we gotta solve that murder. And Terrence Stamp, she full on is just that. There's no real reason why she <laughs> thinks Terrence Stamp yeah. is that guy, right? Other than yeah. he came from that building at one point, maybe. Yeah, and he's he's generally creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she got work at a pub, by the way, called the Two. Yes, because she spent way too much money on clothes and the rent, and yes. she's not living in student housing, so she's got to get a job. And because her landlady takes two months deposit, as well as. The first two months. So she's paying four months rent right out the get-go. Woof. Woof. That's that's wild. That's so much money. <laughs> so much money. Four months Probably. rent. Fuck you. Yeah. Also, very, very expensive. Yeah, very. Yeah. Um, so she works in the basement pub, and Terrence Stamp is weird towards her. I'm yeah. not saying she has no reason to feel weird about Terrence Stamp. Just it's a big leap to be like, she. Yeah. Mu- he must be the guy who... It, and us. also is in that way where it's like, buddy, you are not 30 anymore. Like right. You have to recognize your energy is creepy exactly. and times have changed and you do but mean But I do well, think there is just that generational thing where it's like, what? I can't pay a compliment now? Yeah. And, like, oh, okay. and as someone who's worked in restaurants, yes, that is very on brand with yeah. the creepiest thing And we see that in the first saw. vision yeah, yeah. of another old guy hitting on Sandy in such a way very similar to, to Terrence Stamps. Yeah, and, and and Matt Smith decks that guy, so we think we're on a yes. good guy. Yeah. Oh, I really like that moment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they like make out in a phone booth for two seconds before <laughs> running away again. Thrilling! Wow. We. Yeah. Um. Terrence Stamp does this cool thing where he puts a coaster at the end of the bar and hits it from under with the top of his hand, and then it flips and he catches it. And I thought that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's later in the movie, but. Shout out to that moment where he flipped the coaster and caught it. I want to give a shout out to when she looks over at him and he's grabbing ass. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't remember that. She's like talking to some, like, you know, she's being set up to like be with, you know, a prostitute to like mm-hmm. sleep with some guy. And then she just looks over. Maybe it, and maybe it's, she's talking to Alex actually, or, you know, Terrence mm-hmm. Stamp, young Terrence Stamp. Mm-hmm. She just looks over and he's like, Got another girl on his lap, and he's like grabbing her Oh, Matt her ass. Smith. Matt Smith, yes, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant and Terrence Stamp. I was no, a, no, 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 no. I mean, hey, I'd love to see Terrence Stamp grab some ass in a I'm movie. I'm sure there's unsimulated sex scenes with Terrence Stamp somewhere, <laughs> right? Yeah, some some 1972 <laughs> yeah. adaptation of a Graham Greene or a yeah. D.H. Lawrence novel. That well, was let's look it up. Let's, let's Terrence Stamp naked. Let's <laughs> Terrence Stamp 
cock. <laughs> yeah, let's look. I'm googling Terrence, Terrence Stamp, Stamp cock. I'm just gonna go with naked, but yeah, so good. We'll, we'll cover more territory. Cover more territory. Images. Terrence mm. Stamp butt penis scene in Teorema. Oh wow! Holy shit! Young Terrence Stamp is a handsome guy. <laughs> That's oh, let me mute this. It's too loud. Oh yeah. All right. So he's stripping down. With another guy. Oops. Oh shoot! I lost. It. I clicked. This also button. reminds me. I was hanging out with a a new friend who's uh-huh. like a firefighter, cool guy, and like uh-huh. looks very young, like probably like twenty four, um, and handsome and cool, and like is a skater. But I was like, after like a half hour hanging out with this guy, <laughs> I mm-hmm. was like, when you are ninety, you are gonna look like a cartoonish old guy from like the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. <laughs> you know, where it's like, like no teeth. Like, I was like, Peyton, enjoy it while you, c- yeah, enjoy yeah. your cute ears now, man, because you are going to okay. look. <laughs> so in Teorema, we just watch him get naked and go into bed. You, you get a peak of the peen, but nothing too, uh, gotcha. Gotcha. too explicit. Yeah, that might be it. Terrence Stamp isn't fucking on screen. Wow, bummer. This is. I mean, that's just a brief. That was my cursory glance. Oh, this is also probably a good time for an ad read, right? Yes, (laughs) folks. If you love I Was Scared Too, you also probably love Mr. Skin. (laughs) We're we're we're. I hate the Venn diagram is just one circle. Let's be honest. Exactly. Yeah, we know. We know. We know. It's cool. And what is Mr. Skin? If you don't know, well, it's a wonderful website where you can see. Classic scenes and images from movies with nudity. That's right, folks. All the top skin monsters skin. ball. That's right. You get they got the clip there. Uh, <laughs> Monster <laughs> with Charlize Theron. <laughs> yep, yep. Devil's Advocate with Charlize Devil, Theron. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they do playlists where it's like, oh, the best the Charlize best Bush. Yeah, uh, the best yeah. Bush in movies. The, the bu- no, it was something scenes. cute like the Bush era, and it's all. Uh, you know, pubic hair scenes from 2000 to 2008, yeah. you know. The and, you know, era. they also have, like, naked dead body scenes from, like, CSI-type shows, you know? Well, like, that's CSI your thing. never really shows anything, do they? Yes. Not CSI, but, like, a CSI-type like movie. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, oh, yeah. this dead body, she was found naked in the pond. You'll see it. It's weird, but it's there. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's a bummer. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to look at it if you don't want to. <laughs> um, that's what's nice about Mr. Skin. Yeah, you don't have to look at it if you don't want to. There's a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, you can sign up for Mr. Skin and never look at it if you don't want to. Uh, it's a really reasonable price membership. I want to say six bucks a month, maybe. Oh, okay. Um, maybe for like ten bucks, you can also get like some kind of Playboy membership or something. Sure. In the way that all these sites are kind of connected, and um, also really check that if you're gonna sign up, make sure you don't accidentally click have a box clicked that signs you up for a different site that rebills for like 30 a month yeah yeah that's a that's a that's a scam common scam i get you and can just it's easy to get you can get out of it you know you you have to Mm -hmm. call a number but it's just a bummer you want to be reveling in the joy of holy shit i just signed up for mr skin and you don't want to buzz that buzz killed you don't want to ruin that memory forever ah, shit i paid 30 bucks for some bullshit website i'm gonna have to call the customer service line and argue with a guy and yeah bummer 
this really kills the joy I get out of looking at Selma Hayek's titties. Mm-hmm. And yeah, her scene from Frida's on Mr. Skin, folks. <laughs> Obvious. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like the uh, any banner ad for Mr. Skin is going to have that yeah. uh, scene. That scene, uh, Phoebe Cates from Fast Times, a Jay-Z T favorite, obviously. And that's an edit. Edit. All right. Uh, it's a cool movie, Last Night in Soho. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Do you want to go back to Terrence Stamp? Sure, huh? sure. Oh, yeah, just going to share this image with, look at this, Fesh. I'm sending an image. Look at this okay. hot young couple. Oh, I, have to click I don't know who the lady is, but. Um, Let's look. I'm sorry. It's going to take a minute for the old. Uh, Computer to load oh, yeah, this uh, Shrimptons Boyd's <laughs> Asher and Just Faithful is the name of the Tumblr you're sending. That's right. To. That's right. Yeah. Okay. It's it's taking its sweet old time loading. Mm-hmm. Okay. Look Couple of hot swinging sixties people here. Yeah. Wow. We. I mean, just like what a beautiful hot. Gotta couple. say, doesn't look anything like Matt Smith. <laughs> Once again. No, Louise no, made a no. huge jump in logic to think <laughs> yeah. that Matt Smith would grow into Terrence Stan. Which I also do think is kind of in touch with the character of sure. like sort of romanticizing. Romanticizing and then also making it but, all connected and But also a little bit like overreacting and overly yeah. scared and like sure. <laughs> clear you know, which you just yeah, like She's twenty one. She's, she's tw- trying to jump. She's twenty one. Or maybe even the character is supposed to be younger, eighteen, probably freshman? if she's yeah. going to school. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, poor old Terrence Stamp gets hit by a car mm-hmm. while talking to this girl. And she's like, oh, "I know." Yeah. She records him yeah. trying to get a confession out of him, and he says, "Oh, you want to know who killed Sandy? Alex killed Sandy." And it's a very Obi Wan Kenobi type thing. <laughs> From yeah. a certain from a certain point of view, Alex killed Sandy. It's a w- yeah. It's 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 that Anakin became Darth Vader. It's that yeah. That Alexandria Alex became Sandy, but then be- turned back into Alexandria, th- thus killing Sandy. Yes. And oh, and just uh, uh, j- sorry, I meant to say this earlier. Um, the landlord's name is Alexandria. Anyway. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> the one who yeah. hates men. Yeah, but they don't. They really don't drop that until one minute before the reveal. <laughs> yeah, when you Which, see her mail. And I gotta say, I did sort of my. Yeah, and maybe yeah. since spo- I love my boy Terrence Stamp. Was, was well, no, but I was like, there's no way Terrence Stamp is the killer. Right. And I was like, oh yeah, okay. But I really didn't Fate. see the landlady being. Oh okay. That that did kind of surprise me. Like, oh, okay, gotcha. you know, I. Uh, uh, for me, it was one of those pretty early on. I went. Uh, could see it. Yeah. And then it, it then it went out of my mind for most of it, and then as it was about to be revealed, especially when we see the mail and it says Alexander, it's like, okay, there it is. And then they don't let you sit in it for too long. A minute later, they're like, yep, that's her. Yeah, it's yeah. You, when she's there and she's being drugged on tea, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. So so um, and I think she even says uh, it, it, the same thing because. Eloise does ask her, did a girl die in the room? And she's like, well, a gr- somebody has died in every inch of London, but yeah. whatever. And then later when she's revealing the whole thing, she's like, in a certain point of view, a girl did die in that room. And I like that a hundred yeah. times. Every uh, time. It's like, it's a good monologue. I think mm-hmm. the, the, oh, the, the actor, good older movie. actor, does, yeah, good mo- does a great job with it. And, um, okay, because we haven't moment. talked about this. It's She's... 
the ghosts of all of the Johns with blurry faces are following her more and more as yes. time goes on. She's losing and it. She's she losing can't it, yeah. escape them. Even when she's not in that room, right. she sees She's at them. the library going through microfiche, which I fucking love. Yeah. Oh. This is some Are You Afraid of the Dark shit. I love it so much. I love she the moment to freak out. I love the moment where the the guy the is like, "You're a fashion student. What are you look? What are you looking up this oh, for?" Yeah. And she's like, "Yeah, I'm and doing like, fashion based on uh, murder scenes. Sure, whatever." He's like, "Ooh, quirky." Yeah, it's exactly. like, "Fuck you, man." And it's I assume that guy is a very talented British comedian, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Probably um, has his own podcast and would be a wonderful <laughs> guest. <laughs> I'm looking it up here, and he's 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 worked with Francis Ford Coppola, and he's 13 years old. <laughs> I did go to NYU with that guy with uh, Han Solo. <laughs> really? Yeah, he was like at there the same time as me. I mean, he would take gaps to you know like film Francis Ford Coppola movies, <laughs> right? But he did pop into. A, so when you saw know Hell him. Caesar and him and Veronica Osorio are on a date, did you feel <laughs> like yeah, something you should have been in the movie? <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Very quickly, I was like, no jealousy towards this guy. Sure, he's, cool. uh, he's, he, for all accounts, seems like a decent guy. Like no, no, like, no, no, no. I'm just oh, saying, yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, those two people that I know are on a date on the big screen right now. That's Weirdly enough, when I saw Hail Caesar, I was like, good for him. Yeah. This, yeah. this Han Solo movie doesn't, uh, or, you know, it's like, oh, he seemed like a nice guy, and this is like good. He's good in this. Cool. Were you at the Wish bar mitzvah where he was discovered? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I knew a girl who would knew him in high school, yeah, so yeah. um could have it's not no, it's not inconceivable, but I no, but I heard that story before the movie. It's like yeah, it's it, Spielberg. I, well, I was trying to forget what his name is. Hans Holden, Holden, Holden or something something. It's like Emmerich or yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holden He's or Emmerich. Yeah. He's a, young Han Solo and um, Aldo is it Aldo? Aldo. Alden Everreich. Yeah, Alden. That, yeah, yeah. He seemed cool, and um, there was another guy at NYU who was in the movie Camp Rock okay. or Band Camp. Well, Camp Rock is a movie that I know. A Band Camp I've yeah. not heard of. It it was a unless you're talking about a v uh, DVD sequel to American Pie. It came out in theaters, and okay. it was a huge dud. It's like he was the male lead, and there were two other girls, and the poster was like them three with guitars. And I was in a documentary class with him, mm-hmm. and he was a real jerk and had a real ego and did a secret documentary where he, like, pranked our class. Uh, like he, he put fi- whoopee cushions in all your chairs? or what Well, he-, he filmed... He came in and presented, like, a one-minute interview with this guy who was a carpenter. And that guy was a UCB guy, Brandon Waters, who I rec or I recognize. I'm like, isn't that that guy does yeah. UCB? It's like I I don't know what his day job is. I guess he is a carpenter. Whatever. Turns out he was filming this whole thing, the screening of the one minute and our takes mm-hmm. on it. Like two weeks later, he comes back and has filmed reveals that he filmed us without our oh, per- consent. He got your fucking asses, dude. And it led to this whole discussion about consent and how we were taken advantage of and our teachers like we need to talk about this and yeah it not being cool and so anyway uh, the guy like every now and then you know it's like he'd sit behind me and i'd turn around and he'd always look like whoa why are you looking at me it's like i'm just 
looking around the classroom. Mm. Why are you so weird? Mm. Later do I find out he is an actor. He was led to believe this movie he was in was going to be huge. He was mm-hmm. going to be the next Michael Sarah. Mm-hmm. He believed it. That didn't really happen. And uh, gotta find out what this movie is. Yeah, because we gotta cover it on the podcast. <laughs> yes, reach out to that guy and see if he's. Uh, yeah, you know. Bandcamp only brings up uh, American Pie stuff. Hmm. And Camp Rock is the Disney Channel original movie. Do you know the premise of the movie? I want to say it was like three kids start a band. (laughs) Okay. Is it like a camp nowhere situation or it's like a fake camp for them to jam out or like accept it or. Oh, Um, it's like, you know, I don't. Do you know the person's name? It's cool if you don't want to say it, but if you want to look them up. I don't actually. Ah, there it is. Is the problem and. Oh, uh, wow. American Pie Presents Bandcamp came out on Halloween 2005. We we are just oh. two days away from, from that 15-year anniversary. 16 Camp years. Rock. Holy moly. Let me just double check that it wasn't Camp Rock. No, it wouldn't and be That's Camp the Jonas Rock. Brothers and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any, wow. Well, Camp Rock looks, looks pretty good. Good poster. All right. But <laughs> just a fun little poster. <laughs> On Solo, let's work backwards. Where were we? Do, 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 oh, I don't do. know, but it's a good movie. And uh, yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, all the Johns are goes. Oh yeah, she freaks out in the library and she goes to stab one of the ghosts in the face. John catches her hand just in time, and we're taken back to reality where she's an inch away from stabbing Jacosta in the face. Yeah, which is a real good moment of like, ah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like she's been a shitty roommate, but I yeah. Almost killed her. You can't stab her in the face. (laughs) Yeah. This, I'm not doing so well. And it now justifies all of Jocasta's shitty behavior towards her retroactively now in the eyes of the public. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, And like, oh, she's the crazy roommate now. Thomason, you know, mm -hmm. Eloise. Yeah. It's like, ah. And is that when she then goes to the police or the... um, Hmm. It's probably not... She I think she probably already went to the police at that point because she's reporting the murder. Yeah. And they're like, so let me get this straight. You want to file a report for a murder that happened in the 60s in a dream Yeah. Chat. And it's Which a moment. Like, a little like, yeah, that is, we can't do anything with that. It's a dream that you had, ladies. Yeah. Yeah. I just wish they were a little nicer. It's a little much, that scene. But, yeah. But but it really but yes. like I don't but even yeah. know that they would get to that point. Like it would simply be like we're not sitting down to have this conversation. You are describing a dream yeah. you had. Goodbye. When I th- there was I was living with you, Fesh, and uh, mm-hmm. a guy got hit by a car on a bike mm-hmm. outside of our apartment. You know, and I mm-hmm. called nine one one, and then other neighbors rallied later, and the police came, and and the neighbors were like we think what happened mm-hmm. is it, and then the police were just like, did anyone see it happen? No, then I don't give a shit. See what we can't left. do, I think. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Your theory on yeah. what happened means nothing. Like, get the fuck out. <laughs> I was like, all no, right. Nothing. But. It can be detrimental, so that's why we don't involve it. Yeah, yeah. It's not a credible. But then the one, you know. the lady cop, is like, I gotta, I gotta check on this girl's welfare in like a week, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then, and and does. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it's um. Uh, she died a hundred times in that room, and then she killed each guy at a certain point and 
put them all on the floor and walls, and it's some cool yeah. schlocky horror movie stuff out of nowhere, seemingly. Turns out the ghosts were not trying to hurt Eloise. <laughs> they wanted help. And they one of my favorite elements is when you're looking at the microfiche. It's all about, like, this dude went missing. This dude went yeah. missing. This dude went missing. And retroactively, you're like, She's oh. She's glancing over, like, well, this is yeah. irrelevant. You know, this yeah. isn't what I'm looking for. Oh, yeah. And they're Very all cool people moment. who get Sandy killed. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, sympathetic in a way that's, like, it's not Edgar Wright being like, but what about these men? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is him being like, but they also did die, and that's, yeah. you know, yeah, it's a lot to deal with, and yeah. Ultimately, uh, it's like, the system is the, the villain, exactly, you know? Exactly. It just The patriarchy hurts everybody. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, you know, that's, I don't think it, <laughs> that sentence means all Johns are killed by their prostitutes. Yes. Like, yeah, uh, it's a, yeah, I don't, no. it's not a one-to-one metaphor. Right, yeah. Will shitty guys maybe misinterpret this movie? It's possible, Certainly. unfortunately. It, it's yeah, a movie, you know. so it's yes. a movie. <laughs> yeah. From a director of popular boy movies, yeah, you know. Yes. Uh, good luck with this. Which is st- why I, I, I do appreciate the over-the-topness that is, like, this is a, uh, you know, yeah, men, men are bad movie, right? And mm-hmm. I, I think it needs to be that explicit. Uh, again, I think there's more than that happening in the movie too, but uh, on face value, that's what it is, and uh, I, I think that's good to be for when like one of those boys who doesn't understand <laughs> the, uh, to to be confronted with when they thought this was going to be another boy movie. Yeah. Just wait for the YouTube video that's like, I thought this movie said boys are bad, and that pissed me off. But upon further reflection, it actually says girls are bad. <laughs> Well, that was my fear too. It was like when I was, I was like, "Land this plane, Edgar," because it was like, "Is the twist going to be that this woman is bad?" And it's like she is, but it's yeah. a victim of circumstance at the same time. It's mm-hmm. the circumstance yeah. that we need to be blaming. Well, mostly. and it, and it really is cool how in her final moments, you know, it, it's just well done. I think where she's in the the house is on fire now, and she's like, "No, just leave." It's like you know, Thompson could. She's like, "I can say, you know, it's good." Mm-hmm. Where she's like, uh, "You know, I." deserve to die or you know or, or is that what happened you know something i can't remember she's just like no i can save you it's like uh no this is my end and you know it's well done mm. and then a couple months later fashion show i'm too sexy for my shirt too sexy, too sexy for, for my shirt, shirt. Ooh. <laughs> So hey, we should get on. Hey, Fesh, have you heard the Drake song? That's all the rage these days. The what it's song? Like, I'm too sexy for this chain. Too sexy. F- it's a Drake song. So he just does album. I'm too sexy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with like a ah. trap beat. Is that what they call it? Maybe. Who knows? And it's like, and there's a wild music video where Drake just has tons of fun wearing a beer belly costume or something. It, oh, it's, God. Cool. This Drake fella. <laughs> yeah, sounds F? cool and good. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's a real cool guy. He uh, had a private date at Dodger Stadium. Not and trying hard at all. And the fashion show goes <laughs> good. And the mom, we see her in Gram- the mirror, and she's Gram- happy. Oh Gram's yeah, there yeah, too. Yeah. Um, and then, but then we see Sandy boyf- again. Well, boyfriend and Grant come up after the show and go, "You yeah. were, you were amazing. It's congrats, and your mother would be proud." And she goes, yeah. "I know." But then Sandy's also in the mirror, and they touch fingers again. And Which, the movie's over after that. What do you think that, that means? What does that mean? I think 
I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I think it is just, again, this whole thing is very Are, are You Afraid of the Darky to me. Um, yeah. And it is just kind of like that open-ended ending of like, mm, it's not all tidy as tidy as we all yeah. think. Because, too, you know, yeah, she's been seeing ghosts the whole time. And what do we know so about that's Eloise why I Monk? might she, go ahead and say, sorry. Oh, no. Well, just that she took her own life. We know that when she yeah. was seven. Uh-huh. So um, it probably may, it's not her mom, but it is. No, no, no. I don't think it's her mom. I think it's the notion of unfinished business. Now that Sandy is dead, she's actually seeing the ghost instead of just this vision of what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and the 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 it ain't over aspect of it is like again just a, a horror movie ending type thing but also the lessons she learned from when she was entranced with sandy the confidence she she can still carry that with her the yeah. not necessarily the again the the blurry faced naked men um theory side of things but rather the the good things about this whole journey will mm-hmm. stick with her yeah and you know Everything that we do when we're living in this big blue marble, for uh, you know, better or worse, is a part of who makes us who we are. And as much as you might want to block out a lot of stuff, it still factors into what makes you what you are. And uh, what you see in a mirror is a product of that, you know. Absolutely. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I got to see it again. Yeah, very fun movie. I look forward yeah. to seeing it. You know, heck. Might use a, might see it again at AMC on the A list. <laughs> why not? Got to wait for till fr- I I saw three movies this week. I, my first week wait, of full season. Uh, Dune so, in IMAX. Uh, gotcha. Halloween Kills on Halloween Fun Eve week. and Last Night in Soho. Yeah. Fun week. And I never. I bought one soda. Cool. Nothing wrong with that. Snuck in my people mover thermos to get free soda. Dee, 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 dee. Bad I'm a boy. Little a little get him. Get him. He admitted it. Get him. Get oh, him. No. The police. Wee you. Oh. Fuck you, fuzz. You ain't never taken me down. JCD's got a Tommy gun. <laughs> I'm <laughs> shooting the police. weed. I am the weed. <laughs> What do you think is more accurate, our descriptions of movies or our recollection of <laughs> memes? Oh, wow. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> movies. <laughs> well, wow. did, did we miss any of the cool things from this cool movie, Last Night in Soho, directed by Edgar Wright? You know, yeah, let's see. The only thing I'll say is... Oh, that young cop was Terrence Stamp, by the way. Young the cop was, was like Terrence Taylor Stamp. Taylor or Tyler or something. Yeah. And yes, uh, one cr- would the yeah. kinks? Would she be into the kinks? Because that feels a little this is out outside of, of the I rest of her. The rest of her music feels more like you know, a female '60s singer. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, kinks is a little more rock, and maybe that's just he's like, well, she's got you know, not not a valid crit. No, I'm just like mm, I don't know, but maybe that's just because Edgar likes the Kinks, which I know he does. So do you think Edgar great. put a song in the movie because he <laughs> likes the song? 
And it, it was, yes. That's what I'm huh, thinking, man. Interesting, interesting. I think he said, you know, it might be a little bit of a stretch. I don't know that the character would like it, but I like it, so who cares? I think the character could like it. I think what you're describing is about a, a girl in the 60s might not be into both of those things. Yeah. As they're happening. And the kids. But a girl who can just load up her phone with whatever songs are out there might like It'd be one thing it. if it was like the MC5 or like right. a more like harsh, yeah, the Stooges. The Stooges. Like, All right, that's, but yeah. yeah, the Kings have beautiful pop songs and. I mean, yeah. Waterloo Sunset, come on, you know, and. Just a little taste of Waterloo Sunset for all you yeah. homies out there. For all the homies. So um, There was like a reggae-ish cover of a song. I forget what the song was, though, but it was really, it was like, oh, I've not heard it yeah. in that style before. It was very cool. I, not. I know or maybe it was the original, and then what I know is a cover. I, I don't know, but uh, I think I know what you mean. It was like yeah. sort of like a remix, um, yeah. And it was good. Let's look it up. Let's just look up at the last. Let's just look at the last night in Soho uh, soundtrack here. Huh? Let's check in with it's our like researcher. Ben Wyatt said on Parks and Recreations, movie soundtracks are like your directors making you a playlist. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Okay, let's see. I'm opening up. So, a wonderful listener or. Yeah, I mean, he listens to something. Made a playlist <laughs> on Spotify, and uh, <laughs> no, it's it's certainly a listener of us. Alan Vasquez, we salute you. Got Downtown by Petula Cart. Of course, Barbara Ann. Bang Bang. Just read them all. Read them all. Why not? Read them all. Darlene-eyed monster. Uh, I get around. I can't help loving you. Johnny, remember me. Alone again, or by Love, which is a great song. Remember Shangri Las. Helplessly Hoping, Green Onions, Walkin', Red Hook, Sound of Silence by Chromatics. Mm, don't worry, baby. I've got my mind set on you. Yeah. That was it. It was the that song. Yes. It was a Apparently. different arrangement. Um, according good. to Alan Vasquez, Caroline Says 2 from the Lou Reed album Berlin was in the movie. I did not pick up on that. Maybe just in credits or something? Perhaps, yeah, or like always, very kind of like playing in a shop, but like the sure. low, you know, diegetic. More. Yeah, but sometimes they just put other songs on there that just aren't in the movie. That's the thing with soundtracks. I remember seeing an ad for like the Tony Hawk uh, Pro Skater Two soundtrack, and it, it's like featuring blah 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 blah, no effects. And I was like, no, that's not in the game. Yeah, and, like, the track listing is just yeah, song that's just not in the game. I also want to give a shout out. Speaking of Lou Reed. <laughs> Uh -huh. Who's come up a lot lately? I've been in a Lou Reed phase. Mm -hmm. I was driving. Well, he did take a lift with Andy Warhol to go see both of their reviews as dads. You know. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> we recently learned that in one of their last living moments, in Andy Warhol in twenty eight, twenty sixteen, Andy yeah. Warhol and Lou Reed took a lift to visit their two <laughs> shitty dads. Yeah, and then Lou Reed covered this all in the song "Junior Dad" on the album "Lulu," which he made with Metallica. Everyone knows this. Mm -hmm. This is common knowledge. We're mm -hmm. we're beating a dead horse, or <laughs> you know, we apologize yeah. for sharing information everybody knows and talks about. Um, mm -hmm. Drove by a guy who had Lou Reed, uh, the album "Berlin" playing in his little mm -hmm. computer, uh, mm -hmm. like how you know every car now, every new car has an iPad in the center of it. Um, mm -hmm. Because Tesla's cool, Tesla's great, Tesla's done nothing wrong. And I went, whoa, Lou Reed. And I looked up and it's like, yeah, this guy looks like a Lou Reed fan, all right. <laughs> cool. Can't describe him any further, but you know what I'm talking about, you listeners. Look like, you look like a Lou Reed fan. Yeah. And what's that feedback album called again? 
Metal Machine Music. Appro- that's an appropriate name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that a used uh, record store a million years ago? And they were playing that, and I was like, yeah, let's put on something else. Though. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, man, if this helps you uh, do whatever you need to do in your daily life, that's great. Yeah. Put on some real music for crying out loud. You are a customer service industry, yeah. and they're... Is this the audience you want to? Who are you pushing away? You know, yeah, and exactly. And it's like you, you, you sell Nintendo sixty four games. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on, it's you know. Yeah, <laughs> that is very funny. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like it's not pleasant music, you know. No. Not like that. That's I would not say the point it's of it, but unpleasant. Music, yeah, yeah. But that's kind of what he's going for. But that's fine for him to go for that. But the reason you play music at a store, you know, anyway. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. So, any other final thoughts on Last Night in Soho? You know, cool movie. We, again, cool we got to see it again. It's not that often that we cover this fresh of movies. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And it'll be. But I think it's a classic that sta- will stay on the test of time. It's a welcome to the canon of uh, Edgar Wright movies, and it's yeah. a, di- a departure from what we used to, as we said about boy movies. Yeah. It also doesn't have as many of the. <gasps> thump, you know, cut well, shots to whatever, and, and it's cool because smash cuts. Better. I'm not. We don't need to do a uh, discussion. Oh, the death of uh, the comedy mainstream movie. Other podcasts sure. do that endlessly. But mm-hmm. what is cool is it's like he's you know a talented director, and he's like kind of branching out, and it's like oh, I don't need to like cram horror movie references into a comedy movie, or you know, sci-fi references into a comedy. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I can just do make the those the sci-fi yeah. or the horror yeah and they're great and com- you know really well made yeah. stuff it's not culture jamming it's not genre yeah mashup. it's just and doing a good job and it's not like he's not someone who's like well comedy's dead so i guess i'll try and make a horror it's like no he always had this love you always and, yeah yeah and the skills of the and he is still cramming music shit into this stuff still yeah so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but so th- yeah it's exciting and just you know he's doing his own thing and mm-hmm. He's, you know, he's doing his own thing. You know, he's doing it. Doing his own thing. Yeah. Edgar's doing his own thing. You know, and what's good about it. this movie, this franchise can, uh, potential, because now we can do one from the 70s, the Ooh. 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, and the 2010s. Or me and? Or the 50s. Change cities. Last night in Beijing. Hello. Last night in Beijing, but it's the 80s. Let's come on. <laughs> yeah. Or, ooh, 90s Japan, city pop is all the rage. Yeah, could be good. Could be good. Eloise is uh, (laughs) traveling the world. She's a fashion designer. She travels the world. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. She's got to go. Perry. Yeah, Yeah. obviously Perry is the the sequel, but, Mm -hmm. you know. Hey, I hate to say it, but what if uh, last night in Soho took place South Houston? South Houston. (laughs) Do it. The next night in Soho. Tomorrow, would, tomorrow night in Soho, <laughs> or tonight, tonight in Soho, and then the third one is tomorrow night. That's perfect. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I hate to say, there it, are but genuinely people who can only think of movies this way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, what do you mean it's a standalone thing? No, you, you, there's sequels. But but the sequels, the, the crossovers, money. yeah, on the table. You, you, well, there's gonna be a TV show in between, right? What? What? I, I don't get it. What? What is the franchise? I don't get it. 
We don't get it. Well, folks, this has been Last Night in Soho. What's coming up next week? Who knows? I'm going to say it here, and I promise you this, guys. Leprechaun is next week. Boom! <laughs> Snap! Leprechaun the in the room. With a podcast, you can say whatever you want on it, and then yeah. do whatever you want after you said that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what do you? No one's holding my feet to the fire. Yeah. It doesn't matter in this case because we're gonna do Leprechaun next week. Well, of but course, like, if we did, let's say hypothetically we did. Exactly. Yeah. I will Uh-oh. say this: if one person were to tweet at us, I really want you guys to cover Leprechaun. That would put pressure on us to cover Leprechaun. Yeah. So far, not happened. So who cares? When one person <laughs> says this isn't funny anymore, just fucking do <laughs> Leprechaun. It's like, all right, okay, we. Uh, right, we will. Just- but I will say, we fully intended to do Leprechauns for yeah. months now. <laughs> Like, genuinely. It's just other stuff came up. Other stuff came up. And, you know, one of the guests who may have done one of the leprechauns, they're free now. So, you know, that falls yeah, in the true. line. And, um, I'm, and uh, I'm speak- maybe they're a big-time celebrity. Who knows? That's right. <laughs> maybe. It could be. I'm not going to promise that. Fesh, has anyone ever asked you who the most famous person you're friends with is? <laughs> no, but I did ask you what's the most famous person you've worked with today oh, yeah. <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> did some somebody did do that to you? Yeah, someone I was dating briefly, and I was like, kind of weird question. I don't know who's hmm. the most famous person you know. Okay. You know, yeah, the classic yeah. thing: whenever uh, someone on a date asks you something you don't want to answer, throw it right back at them. Sure. And then they'll throw it back at you, and then you have to answer. But you know, you get some time. Yeah, sure. Try and answer. Yeah. Or you can also say, "I'm not comfortable talking about that," and let's move on. Mm. If that you're not goes talking well, that <laughs> helps and is good. They're receptive to that. Yeah, you know, dating is fun. How's dating <laughs> going? Ah, the end of a pod, the classic winding down of a podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You gotta love you it. You like the movie though? Fun movie. I did. I really yeah, liked it. I, I um, really loved it. I guess my other criticism is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, the roommate Jocasta a little too mean, sure. But I I understand what it serves functionally in the story, mm-hmm. but um, mm-hmm. yeah, just a little much. Like, all right, it's a little much, you know. Mm-hmm. It could be, it doesn't have to be that shitty, you know. Sure. And, but um, yeah, uh, yeah, I really liked it. Really fun. Mm-hmm. Look forward to cool watching movie. it again. Some people yeah. have criticism, then cool on them. Yep. Oh, also, I'm Senior Notes, by the way, and you're Senator Cinema. And I'm Senator Cinema, or Fesh, and he's JZT. And together we're Senior Notes and and (laughs) Senator Cinema. Or Senior Notes and Senator Cinema. Yeah, and yes, we got it. I will say. It's good to be back podding with you, man. It's good to be back podding with you, Fesh. I don't know why. We did still pod during all of Hontoberfest, but it just felt different. And not mm. bad, not bad. Hey, but it just felt like we were working on a different project. Is all. That's right. And the numbers were good. Our podcast numbers are good. Our podcast is a uh, smash hit. So we have a great podcast. So yes. that'll do it. That's what people ask us on the streets all the time. How do you get so successful at podcasting? And I, I, it's a simple trick: be very good at it. Be very good at it. That's it. That's it. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, let me go from the top of that. People stop me on the str- us on the streets and like, how do you um, get so good at podcasting? Uh, practice, practice, practice. Practice. Yes. 
Now, Fesh, some business. Mm-hmm. A notification just came up in the Iwhisker 2 Instagram. <laughs> okay. Since you follow Arabelle Raphael, you might like Joanna Angel. Should we follow? Are these um, These are tattooed actors. pornography actors. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, go for it. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll give it. Jo- she just, use again, follow. peek behind the creaky curtain. Every Instagram follower is unanimous. <laughs> we Who we follow is yes. run up the flagpole and we both must salute. Nothing. There's never mistakes made where we're accidentally signed in on the company <laughs> Instagram and we <laughs> don't realize until it's too late. That's never happened. You know, we vet art yep. follows thoroughly. So if we follow you, you know, listener, Fesh and JZT have had a discussion about both. it. And it was signed on it yeah. in depth, <laughs> probably on air. So go back to old episodes to find well, out. We joked about 80% of the business being on air, but that 20% is pretty interesting. The stuff that <laughs> isn't on air. <laughs> pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right. Well, thanks for listening, folks. Hey, yeah. Thank you for we listening. We love you. We love you. Bye. Telling the truth can be dangerous. Telling the truth can be dangerous business. Lying and podcasting go hand in hand. If you admit you were scared of a movie, then I was scared too could be your jam.